Carol Danvers. So Carol Danvers in the comics is extremely funny, extremely quirky. She has a complicated task that even if you start with, you know, issue one of Taconic's run back in 2011, 2012, um, and are sort of getting the character for the first time, but trying to get some of what carried over from previous incarnations, she obviously has a complicated past. She can be very emotional and she can be uh, very, um, way more than almost any Avengers other than Tony Stark. Um, well, she doesn't get selfish, but she can be extremely impulsive. But she's hilarious. Uh, she's a super nerd. She loves cats in Star Wars. Um, but she's a complicated character. She's actually with Rhodey when I was reading it, with, with War Machine, uh, which is great. Um, I love Rhodey in the comics. I love, I mean, I love Don Cheadle in general, but Rhodey in the comics, is it, even though his own, is, uh, is great. Um, it is more the sort of Terrence Howard version of, of Rhodey, though, I think. Um, and the cat thing is for real. The cat turning into a giant ten tentacle creature that's actually an alien is for real. And when you have aliens floating, you know, one of the things with this movie now we have to buy is it, there's a lot of aliens like Men in Black style going in and out of the uh, the world than, than we're aware of. And somehow they're all getting covered up <laughs> or whatever, which is fine because you want young Sammy J, which was totally gratuitous and unnecessary, but they did a good job. Young Clark Gregg, who I don't know if they did anything. Clark Gregg is ageless. He looks exactly the same now as he did 10 or 20 years ago, if you look at him in the Avengers or, or earlier stuff. So uh, they might have just had Clark Gregg be Clark Gregg. Not nearly enough Clark Gregg. The problem in the movie is this. And, and this would be my main argument because I don't actually want to knock the movie because I'm so thrilled about everything that's behind this, the positivity, people rallying against the idiots who were trying to tank this movie before it even started and was available. And, you know, all, all of these efforts are great and progressive. And I am I'm with you guys. I'm with you to be with Team Carol, uh, Team Danvers. Um, and here's the thing, guys. <laughs> The thing I was skeptical about Brie Larson was actually the only thing that kept this movie from being, in my opinion, straight up bad or at least mediocre to, to an extreme degree. Meaning not horrible like The Room, but just almost no like major redeeming scenes or everything just hitting the wrong way. Everything almost hit the wrong way in this movie, except when Brie Larson was involved and the biggest offense, however, is because I know that people found this funny and endearing. This film, and a lot of people loved it. It's making you know a million dollars. Like, I, God bless you guys. Enjoy it. Love the thing you love. I'm always saying, love it. I didn't see it. It didn't hit for me. The jokes, even with Sammy J, he just looked weird. It didn't hit for me. Not enough Coulson. They had Brie Larson be like very stoic. And she had to do little things with her face to convey these complexities and complications with her characters. And this is the main problem, guys, is show, don't tell. You know, it, we all learn it in first grade and then again in sixth grade and then hopefully for reals in college about show, don't tell. When you're making your argument, make your argument. Don't tell me your argument. Make your argument. And in this movie, they keep saying things, which is very, in my opinion, JV and TV network stuff where they're like oh you're so quirky or oh you're so funny or you're so emotional we don't actually see it i mean she's stoic almost the entire time so it's a lot of other people using adjectives to describe her which is already a fail on screen definitely in a movie and brie larson having to hold the whole thing together and you know what the fact that i watched the new avengers trailer like a literally bazillion times before seeing captain marvel and saw that great 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 
little exchange between her and Thor. I hope they end up hooking up. I don't care if they end up together. I really want Captain Marvel and Thor to hook up. And, and of course, she would be in charge. And, he, you know, he would be such a, you know, a, a sucker in the sweetest way possible. But Or just be buddies because they're so powerful, which is the point which I'm going to get back to. Why, another reason I'm excited. But even that exchange between her and Thor was already cooler and more. I, I'm really, this is, I'm actualizing for the first time, was it actually cooler and more uh, compelling um, than <laughs> almost anything in, in her film. I, and it connected to any of her side characters, and that Benning didn't do anything for me. Met ben Mendelsohn, in and out of makeup, they couldn't even get because they, you know, he was supposedly deliciously evil bad guy, which is. Krennic, which we want, and then he turns out to be a good guy. It's less interesting with the writing. Sammy J was just like, it was way overcompensating being young, but when he was running around, it, you could tell it was old Samuel L. Jackson, which is the problem, is he still moved like an old man, even though he was supposed to be young. So they should have just done anachronism. Who cares? That's not the central problem. The central problem is that, uh, you know, the, not the creator, but the the recreator and um, shaper of this version of Car Carol Danvers, which I really enjoyed in the comics. It's definitely meant for, like, teen ladies um, or men, um, but teen ladies. But the problem is, while she doesn't suck the air out of the room whatsoever, the way I personally think Ryan Gosling sucked the air out of much of Blade Runner 2049, I mean, that movie was way too long and way too sparse and way too minimalist. Like, way, 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 way too much. It, it was it was too tough. A French movie pretending to be Blade Runner, with, and you did have Harrison Ford. But, you know, Ryan Gosling, for me, sucks energy out of stuff sometimes. And there, there are, even George Clooney in, like, bad roles, you know, or even so-so roles, Brie Larson did not do that. She had me on Team Larson very early on. Um, uh, I did, uh, you know, I normally never check my phone during the movie, but I had to take an excess amount of bathroom breaks, like actual bathroom breaks during this movie. I don't think it has to do directly with me not loving it, if it's possible. Uh, and so I was able to shoot some texts off during it. But early on to my dad, I was like, I was like bathroom break really quickly. Uh, so far, not really feeling the movie, which of course lasted. But I said, but Brie Larson's is what, you know, won me over. And she totally has. And what I was going to say earlier was that I, I'm not going to give a giant critique of this because A, people love it. B, it deserves to be loved. It's based on a great property. It's a great character. It's, it's central going forward. Um, and, you know, his power set is something I'm more into than, like, Doctor Strange, for example, um, until Infinity War, then everything changed with, with Strange. But for me, um, just, a, you know, a very appealing character um, overall. 